the world's most advanced color correction tool for Mac just got more powerful. DaVinci Resolve 8 from Blackmagic Design. With XML import, export, multi-layer timelines, curve grading, noise reduction, stabilization, 3D alignment, OpenCL, and more. DaVinci Resolve 8 is available from $995. Current users can download the update for free. And try DaVinci Resolve Lite, a reduced featured version that's still packed with power. Visit www.blackmagic-design.com. Welcome to Lauren's Render Files! And we have a special episode today. Many of you might have heard of Peppo, and he was our first live on the scene reporter for us. He did IBC this year, and so we sent him there and allowed him to just roam and... Less than sending him there, we were honored to be taken with him. Yes. In his pocket. Yes. So we did an interview right afterwards, and I'm sorry it's taking me so long to get it to you guys. But here is Peppo, and you might hear a person in the background, a little kitty cat named Nalini. Oh, is that Peppo's? Yes. Because we don't have one. Yes, no, we don't have have one. Now, Peppo comes all the way to us from Amsterdam. He's our man in Amsterdam. He actually just moved out of Amsterdam about actually the week of IBC, so he's our man slightly out of Amsterdam. It's close enough for us. It's closer than we are. Enjoy my interview with Peppo regarding IBC. So if you could, I guess, tell us a bit about the industry and a bit about uh, Amsterdam. Um, I think the industry is pretty much divided in a couple of fields. So you have television broadcast, film, and also uh, commercials. And as an editor, you mostly end up yeah, spending your time in one of those fields. And me, myself, I work mostly in broadcast and I've done some episodic uh, television series. Uh, There's public television, which is pretty big in Holland. We have three channels. It's sort of like the BBC. It's a very complicated and long story about the history of Dutch public television because there used to be two channels and they used to be divided in omroepen. And omroepen were uh, organizations that it's like uh, like a parliament. You know, you each organization and each background has a, a right to broadcast. So, for instance, you had a Christian broadcast organization, a Catholic one, someone that uh, some organization that was dedicated to education and teaching, something for youth. Uh, so all these like yeah cultural sections of our country were divided into omroepen and um, that's how the public broadcast system used to be and actually it still is we still have those uh, omroepen but um, now they also divided it into three channels so the the first channel is i think mainly news the second channel i'm not sure what the definition of that one is and, uh, but, but I do know that the third channel is, is mainly for young people, so for youth. Because you're our first reporter in the field. You're our man in Amsterdam. I was wondering if you could give us a sense of what IBC was like or tell us a bit about IBC as an event. But it's this annual event in a very big uh, place in Holland, the Rai. It's in a big uh, convention center. And um, yeah, it's basically, you can compare it to NAB. And uh, it's all the manufacturers of, of software and hardware for, for television and film, they, they gather and uh, they talk about 
the future of broadcasting and, and they show all their products and yeah. So what were some of the products you, you saw? You um, I guess on the list that you sent me, the first one you saw was Foreseen. Uh, can you tell mm-hmm. us a bit about them and what they're working on? Yeah, Foreseen uh, grabbed my attention because they're doing like cloud editing. And it's something that I'm not very familiar with. I also think that it's something yeah, that might take off in the future when uh, people's bandwidth gets wide enough to start using it. And it is an interesting idea because... You could basically be in Canada uploading your footage and I could edit it here in, in Amsterdam or I'm not in Amsterdam right now, but yeah, we can collaborate like that. Foreseen, well, what, what struck me the most about Foreseen, because I was really uh, wondering, my biggest prejudice was this will probably be very slow and sloppy and uh, yeah, I cannot use it as an editor because I'm editing almost five days a week. So I do like my equipment to have no latency and be fast and uh, do not worry about it. And yeah, it turned out to, that this system is very uh, fast and responsive. I was very amazed. They use a certain technique where they upload a lot of video into your RAM of your computer. So you have to have a decent RAM. But once it's there, uh, it, yeah, it's like you're, you're editing on your own system your own hard drive, you don't feel any difference, you don't see any difference. And the amazing thing is that this you are not editing in an application, like an editing application, an NLE, but in a Java application. So they use a regular web browser for this. The only thing that they are still developing and what I think is what's holding them uh, is that you need some kind of server. So you need a decent amount of hardware uh, connect to your system to be able to use their system. Because first, when they, give the, when they give, gave me the explanation, I thought it was basically very simple. You upload to some sort of server in the cloud, as they call it. And then people can start editing with it. But turn out that you need a special server to upload it first. And I think, yeah, that can be expensive. And, and yeah, it's like a something that will will block uh, customers from 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 buying such a system but they they told me that they were also working now very hard on a system where you can just upload directly from your computer and uh, and the other person can can watch it and edit it yeah there was a some pretty big news about SGO Mystica at NAB I was wondering if you got a chance to go check them out yeah they told me that they just released a new version I think version 7 of their uh, color grading uh, tool set uh, I'm an editor but I also do color correction so I was very interested in their tools because uh, sometimes you read about it but you never see it it's like the name says it's uh, Mystica <laughs> so I sat down and I got a demo and uh, I was pretty blown away by uh, what it could do because it can do basically anything you want from a software. What was it that set it apart from your, your other stuff? Uh, the deepness, I think, uh, the, the, the level of control and, and the fact that you can, like I said, do almost anything, anything you can think of is possible. And because they are a very small company and... Yeah, you have a very direct line with the with the customer. If it's something that the software cannot do, you can just ask for it, and they will try to implement it like within a few weeks. Now let's jump to Adobe Anywhere because you mentioned Foreseen, which is in the cloud, uh-huh. but Adobe had their big announcement of Adobe Anywhere. What can you tell me about that? Not much, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> the Adobe stand uh, was very crowded always. Yeah, I read I read some things about it and. 
for some reason, for me, it was not that interesting because the thing of, of shared networking or, or, or shared media, like uh, Avid uh, Unity and uh, it's now called ISIS, I think. And Final Cut had a server as well. I think, yeah, it's, it's not that new to me. But I think, yeah, for Adobe, it's big because now they can also sell their products to big companies with a lot of seats. Now, is it not, because uh, I was uh, the impression I got was that it does that, but it also sets up for cloud editing in a sense that you could cut something and anyone can share anywhere in the world. But I guess if you own the server, it's technically not cloud. And and then the last thing you got to see was NVIDIA. Yeah, that one was kind of funny and interesting because I spoke to one of the guys. I just started to talk about the new uh, graphic card that they released for the Mac. The, the, they released the K5000 uh, card, which has a lot of uh, GPU power. So now all all the Mac Pro users can have a updated uh, card that has a very nice uh, specs. So I was just having a look there and then the guy told me, yeah, yeah I want to show you something else. And uh, he took me to uh, some sort of little room. Mm-hmm. They had a MacBook Air running uh, a Maya animation and somebody was uh, animating it and uh, playing with it. Yeah, and it was all running real time. And the thing that he was showing was a new technology that they want to release that they're trying to to get it done uh, for NAB next year, so it's still in development. But the interesting thing is that they are working on uh, also some sort of shared system, but this is for GPU power. So you can connect multiple MacBook Airs to this one big workhorse station, which has this uh, shared GPU, and that system will do all the processing for you. And I think it will also even run the application for you. So... Your, your laptop or whatever you have, your, your computer becomes like a, almost a remote control of, of this big workhorse, but many people can use it at the same time. Yeah, and then I start thinking, wow, this can save some companies a lot of money because you don't need uh, 12 big workstations anymore. You just need one and probably a bigger one than, than normally, but uh, yeah, probably it's still going to save you a lot of money. Now, I have one last question for you, and I, I hope you knew this was coming, uh, but what's your favorite guilty pleasure film? Oh. <laughs> well, I listen to your shows a lot, so I should have known that it was coming. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's really guilty pleasure. I just think that many people will not agree with me that it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good movie, but I, I love the movie Brain Dead. It's okay. one of the first uh, Peter Jackson movies, Yeah. and I think I saw that about 20 times. <laughs> Yeah, I watch it almost every year. I love it. Awesome. It's very funny. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for, for being our, our guy on the ground and going to IBC. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. So that was my interview with Peppo, Lauren. Yeah. We have our first editor request. Edith has requested we interview, and I'm not too sure if I'm pronouncing the last name right, Stephen Mirion. Now, you might know Stephen from, I don't know, Babel or Traffic, or The Hunger Games. Steven knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's pretty good. I can't guarantee that, but we're going to get the gears working, the AOTG cutting room gears. The nice thing is we do have a secret, hopefully if our stars align, surprise interview in November, Mm -hmm. which I can't really give away. But shall we say this editor has some pretty big shoes to fill. So 
I can't say much more. I think once we've recorded it, because he's very busy and he's just locking a major picture, once we've recorded it, then we'll announce that who it is. Sounds good. Yeah. So, Lauren, mm-hmm. we, uh, we're still working on the, uh, the open course. Things have slowed down. The studios are much slower than we expected. But that doesn't stop us. I've heard enough no's to realize that you just keep going. Ignore mm-hmm. them. Soldier on. Exactly. So we're hoping that in the coming weeks we'll have some positive news from that. I do know we have a lot of interest from big name editors to appear as long as we can get permission to use their footage. Right. And that's where the trick is, is because the studios are a little hesitant to let us use a scene. They're a little nervous that we're going to give away the film. Right. So we're still working on that. We do have a new email system. Yeah, we've built uh, an email system. Now, here's the thing. You guys are listening to the podcast. You're the first to hear about it. Oh, my gosh. So. Guys, I'm recording the podcast. I'm the very first to hear about it. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. We are going to be launching it in a few weeks. But if you go to our webpage and click on the little envelope on the main page, Mm -hmm. it's kind of hidden there, but you'll see it under the login. You can sign up for the email system. And the email system allows you to now choose what gets sent to you as well as when it gets sent to you. So you can actually choose, you know, I want just press releases from the companies. I want just blogs. I want just tutorials, whatever. And it gets sent to you directly uh, via email. And you can get it sent in the morning, at, in the afternoon, or in the evening. You know, whenever works best for you. And so if you ask for the emails to come in in the morning and I ask for them to come in in the evening, I'll get all the stuff that's happened during the day that you missed, right? But then I would get it the next morning. Right. So, you know, like if you have a buddy that's also on the email list, get the one after him and then be like, oh my gosh, you do not know what's going on. This, This is what's the scoop. Yeah. Here's the scoop. Exactly. All right, Lauren. Yeah. We have to wrap this up. Yeah. I'd like to thank Peppo. I'd like to thank his cat, Nalini. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, Oh, for anyone who's interested, Buster's going as a gnome. And he's going to be in my works costume contest. Thanks to Lauren for producing this. Not much of anything. (laughs) Producing this episode while making a puzzle. Perfect. a puzzle. Thank you for allowing me to do the puzzle while chatting. I'm Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.